Welcome to We Are Venomaniacs, the Venom Site's official podcast for all of your symbiote news, reviews, and point of views. In this podcast series, a few of the fan club's esteemed and brave members take to the airwaves to discuss symbiote-related comics, movies, cartoons, games, and more. We also provide new updates on fresh media and merch, all, of course, about symbiotes all the time. Every so often, we'll go deep into the canon and mythology of symbiote comics. Have you ever wondered why symbiotes are weak against Fire and Sonics, or how all the seemingly conflicting interpretations on symbiote culture or history all fit together? Is Mania a clone or a spawn of Venom? We'll get to all of that and more in due time. For now, let's get you up to speed. What is the Venom Site? The Venom Site, or TVS as you'll sometimes hear us call it, is the internet's premier and unofficially officially recognized fan club for all things symbiote. If you like Venom, Carnage, or any of the other countless symbiote characters, the Venom site is your central hub to connect and geek out with fellow fans and get the latest news on symbiote merch and media. What is a Venomaniac? You, if you like anything symbiote, Venomaniac is a fan-made nickname for symbiote fans, originating straight from the Venom site's own community. Now that all that is out of the way, let's get to the part that you are all waiting for. I, Orion, Twitter handle at OrionStarboy, will be your host for the next two episodes, and I'll be joined by two huge names in Marvel Comics in the Venomaniac community, Declan Shalvey and Colin Bunn. Both of these comic creators will talk about their upcoming work with Venomverse, the Venom-filled summer event for Venomaniacs in the comics. They will also take the time to answer a few questions for some of our esteemed podcast hosts and fellow Venomaniacs from the TBS community. In this episode, I'm joined by Declan Shalvey, who is both writing and illustrating a Venomized Punisher story for the Venomverse War Stories anthology book coming in September. Declan's other work includes cover art for the Punisher series for Marvel, interior and cover work for Injection at Image, All-Star Batman for DC, The Massive for Dark Horse, and plenty of others I'm sure I'm forgetting. Welcome to the podcast, Declan. It's an honor to have you join us. Um, Thanks very much for having me. So, we'll do a brief recap of your work with Symbios for our listeners. Back in Venom Volume 2, you worked on the art for the Venom issues of the Minimum Carnage crossover series, the Toxin with a Vengeance arc for the main series, and closed out uh, the, the main Venom series with cover art, all alongside our guest for the next episode, Colin Bunn. So, I guess the first question I have for you, Declan is how much time are you spending collaborating with Colin again for Venomverse? Um, Oh, go ahead. Oh, you're you're fine. I I actually, there's one you forgot. Um, The very first issue of Venom I drew was um, a Rick Remender issue. It was uh, Rick's last issue of his, of his run. Oh yes. Oh, um, what was that one called? Was that the, I'm thinking, was that the father day one? Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. The one, yeah that was uh, I'd f- just finished uh, on uh, Thunderbolts and Mar- um, and moved over to Venom and I was delighted because I loved I loved what Rick was doing on the book um, uh, so it was really cool to tell just this like self-contained like really really intense story like it was a very intense issue yeah and going bloody hell um, 
but uh, I loved it. Yeah, I really, really loved uh, uh, just from from the beginning. And um, uh, that's my first work with Lee Lowridge as well, who who would end up colouring all of um, my uh, my my Venom issues. But um, as regards uh, uh, war stories, uh, to be honest, I have not worked talked to Colin at all. And I will not be talking to Cullen <laughs> oh. because it's, um, it's just because it's it's a different um, weirdly uh, when you come like to anthology projects, basically everyone's like a self-contained kind of like satellite, and you're all kind of orbiting this one project with the editor who will be in the middle, kind of uh, um, making it all work, you know. So um, uh, I read I read the first issue. I, I'm reading the issues as they come out, um, and I've been given like a brief of what kind of has to happen in each. Like there's like a note of what needs to happen um, uh, within each story to a degree, so I, I I know what I have to what I can do and what room I have to tell a story, but uh, I I have because it's self-contained, it doesn't it doesn't affect it won't affect Colin's story if you know what I mean you know yeah um, so I I think what uh, basically I'm getting to do is just tell a little pocket universe story about this character that will ultimately feature in this much larger larger story. That's the best. I can tell because again, as, as freelancers, you don't, you generally don't really know unless you're told, you know. Yeah. So what it sounds like is it's a, it's almost a supplemental story where this Venom Punisher character is, uh, we might see him in the main Venomverse event, but um, your story is kind of like, like the uh, Edge of Venomverse type of stories that are publishing right now, where they're telling stories of these, uh, of these Venomized characters that will show up, even though um, the uh, the Edge of Venomverse stories are about characters that will be on the main Venom team, as I understand it, for the main Venomverse event. Um, so I guess we can say that your War Stories uh, story with the Venom Punisher is a lot like um, the Edge of Spider-Verse stories back during the Spider-Verse event, which this uh, event is uh, influenced by, I would say. Yeah, that's a fair that's a fair um, uh, comparison, I guess. Um, I mean, for a lot of cases, I mean, it's, it's um, you know, I wouldn't be able to handle anything bigger than what was offered. I mean, if they said, "Hey, do you want to do a much bigger thing?" I'd be like, "I, I, I'm, I'm I, my my main job is a uh, is injection, so anything like this is on the sides." So the uh, the editor Devin Lewis just asked him, um, "Hey, you know, would you have any interest in writing and drawing?" And writing and drawing is kind of something I want to be concentrating on. Um, uh, you know Venom. I love. I loved working on Venom. I love Venom. Um, I uh, I love Punisher as well. So it was just kind of a, you know, I got to write. I got to draw. I get to draw. I get to draw Punisher. I get to draw Venom, um, uh, and whatever else I want in the meantime. And it's you know, it's a, uh, it's it's a fun exercise. It's, it'll be interesting. Interesting challenge and working with characters I like. So uh, I I took it on, even though I'm kind of too busy, but um. Uh, but those are the fun things, like just being able to tell your own little story in uh, what effectively is, you know, it's not going to affect the much larger story in regard, like, you know, I, there won't be a plot point in what I'm doing is going to affect Colin. But um, but those are kind of all the better because if you're if you're enjoying that story, you can always just kind of go and just scratch and, and, and see it and discover a little bit more about the, about each character. That's great. And um, like I said, you worked alongside with him. Um with Colin uh, during the Venom stuff, what drew you back to um, creating Venom stories for the upcoming anthology? Um, well, it was just uh, it was the opportunity to write and draw. 
um, I, I did a Nick Fury story for Marvel last year, and I really, really enjoyed that. Um, uh, so that's kind of a it's a creative challenge, you know, making something from the beginning and and uh, and finishing it. But also, like I was just saying, like I, I you know, I I was love the Punisher, I love Venom, and and also when it was suggested to me, I kind of had an idea straight away, which is always a good sign that you, you know, there's something there's something there that you want to explore, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And um, you're currently working on the ongoing Punisher series as a cover artist. Uh, now that you get to write and illustrate both the Venom Punisher story in the anthology, uh, I get the feeling that you want to tackle Punisher for Marvel. Is that the case? I I wouldn't say no. Um, uh, I know I would. I, I'd, I'd, there's certain characters at Marvel I'd love to 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 have a proper run on um like daredevil punisher i I mean i did moon knight um i do really like those street level type characters you know and uh, punisher would be a really really cool one to do um i would it weirdly something like i I would be very nervous with punisher though because punisher has some really hardcore fans (laughs) um like much like Venom. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, you you got you got the experience of uh of us Venomaniacs back during the original Venom run. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember I be uh, because you know th- there was the dedicated site. I would check out the I would check out the page and see the comments and um, uh, some people weren't very nice. But, <laughs> you know, what are you gonna do? <laughs> uh, that's pretty much you know? the uh, the general comics uh, fan communities online. You get a bunch of you know angry voices but they they all drown out even though it might be a few they they mostly drown out the the voices that say hey you know you're doing a great job so oh yeah you you'll, you'll naturally always uh the the negative comments always glare out more than the positive i i i, I try not to be too affected by either really you know yeah. um it's always nice hearing nice things of course but um you can't pay too much attention to those and you can't pay too much attention to the to the negative things too um because uh, I mean, I, I have a I have a love hate relationship with readers in the way that you know, as a like as a fan, I might want um, I don't know. Uh, well, do you, you know what it was? I think as well is that so many fans wanted Eddie Brock back so bad, and we weren't. You know, Eddie Brock was not Venom. Uh, I quite like Flash Thompson as Venom personally, so I. I, I was happy with what we were doing and I liked what we were doing. And I think it's always easy to say, oh, I wish it was the way it used to be. But, like, you know, if everything was the way it used to be, stories would not move forward and there would be no change and things yeah. would be interesting. Um, now, I know Ed, I know Eddie's back now and I haven't, actually haven't read those stories yet. But, um, uh, and, you know, that's fun and that's great. Like, I'm glad Flash had his time. But um, I, think, I think people are going to look back at Flash's Venom and just see how, what a really good idea that was. Yeah, sorry, yes. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I answered your question there. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, you did. You did. Um, yeah, definitely. There's still a lot of love for Flash, um, even when Eddie came back officially uh, with Venom number six and number one fifty. Uh, there are still a lot of people who are like, "Man, we want Flash back." And I understand that. Like, I'm both an Eddie Brock and a Flash Venom fan, more so Eddie Brock than Flash. But you know, I still love Flash, and I it was sad to see him go. Um, even though I've said before a few times um, that his tenure was ending, ending in my eyes 
uh, once he went to space. But, anyways, uh, so with your Venom Punisher creation, do you think that's something that you'd want to continue uh, past the anthology? Um, that's no, that's interesting. I don't know. I I am um, I. Sometimes I think that the more you expand, um, like these ideas are fun. A Venom, a Venom Punisher is fun. Um, it's a fun idea. I think after a while, like you know, there's something. I, I, the, the way that the pitch I had for the story was something that would be very, you know, in a way would con- conflict with um, what Frank what Frank would normally do because of the influence of the um, of the symbiote. And I'm I can I can get away with some stuff because it's a one-off short story. If this was a bigger, more uh, you know, a more uh, elaborate story, I think you know Marvel would end up trying to be a little more careful. And and like I think like like there's some random elements like uh, Spider Gwen has been like a massive success, but I wouldn't want there to be, I I wouldn't want the Venom line to expand too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think sometimes it weakens, it dilutes the the core elements of the character and, and they can get lost sometimes. I'm not saying like, you know, it's no criticism of this event. Like this, this event sounds like dead fun, but, um, you know, I, I would not want this to be the norm as such, you know? Yes. Like yes. it seems like uh, venom verse seems to be a real celebration of like, you know, the symbiotes and venom and what you can do with the, the twist of the character. And I, I think the symbiote's such a, a, a bloody great idea, you know, uh, what you can do with it. Um, but, uh, I, I think, if if this if more was done with it, I think it would like make what's happening less special. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, um, that's just you know one of those questions like, oh, we want more, we want more. Uh, but yeah, definitely not giving into that urge of creating more just for the sake of creating more, uh, because that would just yeah, like you said, it would dilute the how special the actual story was. Um, and yeah, like I, I think I would like if I was drawing Punisher, and there was an arc where he was taken over by the symbiote. That's more interesting to me because then it's he got a he's got a fight or he's got a, you know, there's conflict there. Whereas if it's just about him being that, I'm not sure I would be as interested in 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 that story. You know? Yeah, it's. I mean, I mean, I don't want to like, you know, talk bad about other creators' works or whatever. But I feel the same thing about you know after the Spider Verse event. Uh, we got like a deluge of different Spider-Man characters getting their own books, like Spider Gwen, Silk, and all these other characters getting their own books. And it felt, if I know there are a bunch of people who feel like these are, uh, other stories are diluting the main Spider-Man story, you know. Um, but there's also you know the opportunity of creating fans for these other characters. There's a big fan base for Spider Gwen. Um, there's a bit of a fan base I'm not I'm not too familiar with uh, with Silk, um, and of course there's a fan base for Miles Morales Spider-Man, but yeah, definitely uh, Venom Punisher I guess would be kind of in the same situation where if, uh, you you would get a bunch of fans for Venom Punisher, but I don't think it would do him any service to give him more than uh, what what you're already going to give him, and then maybe down the line. Uh, another guest appearance or something like that, just to keep fans interested. Yeah, like I, I, I am, um, I 
uh, people agree with me, but I, I, or disagree with me, but I, I have a, I feel like there's no such thing as a bad idea. No. Um, I, I think it's just the execution. Yeah. And I think Spider Gwen is a stupid idea. <laughs> in, in, in that it, you know, it was a very, it, if I correct me if I'm wrong, but it was, as I recall, it was just like a variant cover. Um. But like uh, Robbie uh, Rodriguez and uh, Jason the Tour came with this really cool design or whatever, and and it just sparked and it sparked the fandom. So, you know, uh, I, I'm I'm not putting down Spider Gwen. I'm just saying that like the idea itself was like what like a, a bloody cover, just a cover costume is what sparked this stuff. But look what it sparked. I mean, Spider Gwen. What it's coming up in its 25th issue soon. Yeah, it's doing its own Venom story. I mean, I, I like I think that stuff is great because you had like you had the right set of creators telling an interesting story, you know, and it's got its own dedicated, really, like, hardcore dedicated fan base, just like Venom does. Yeah, um, and that really, uh, it really speaks also to the whole mythology of Venom. When you look back, um, it was, uh, Venom was originally just a different costume for Spider-Man that was uh, living, but yeah. it wasn't much more. Uh, once, they, once they got rid of the costume, fans liked it so much that, Marvel decide, hey, you know, we gotta bring this costume back, and we just make a villain out of it. It's it's funny how like really stupid reasons, and, and again, I'm not saying these people are stupid for doing it, but like, but the actual the motivation is just popularity, or or fan buzz, or you know, like like Marvel aren't like you know, from best I can tell, you know, uh, the editors there are just trying to do great books, um, and you know they don't you know. They work in a structure where they don't necessarily get to do all the books that they want, or you know, the the sales dictate certain things. So if they can get to do a fun book and uh, that fans are passionate about, they love that. You know, um, that's why, like, uh, you know, and I can understand what you're saying after Spider Verse with all the the different kind of um, Spider Man iterations, but um, I don't think any of those weakened the concept of Spider Man himself. You know, Spider Man still Peter Parker. Yeah, um, he's he's going to continue selling. He's going to continue telling his own stories, and people will read people will read those stories more than they will read the other Spider-Man stories. So sure. I think you pretty also much. Remember, it's, yeah. It's, so sorry, just to remember, it's, it's it's really hard to have new characters like enter the the marketplace. Like 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 readers are very they're, they they seem to just not really want to get on board of new characters. I think that's maybe why you find a lot of like newer characters are tied. To a to uh, you know a, a a franchise that you'd know of like so people, Spider Man has a dedicated fan base. Yeah. So if there's a character with spider powers, then the, then there's at least already a fan base that'll check it out. You know. Yeah. I think I think if readers kind of embraced different new characters more, you'd find less kind of variations on a, a core theme. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, what are some of your inspirations for writing your Venomverse story? Um, well, the I don't know if inspirations as such. I just it's just when the when it was suggested to me, I was like, what would? Because what I really what I liked about doing uh, uh, the run with uh, Colin and um, uh, with Flash being the uh, uh, Venom was that uh, it was a very practical use of the symbiote as a weapon. Um, I thought that was great. Like, the, like I guess it was Rick's idea, but using the symbiote as basically tactical gear, like the most, the the, the most extreme ultimate uh, tactical gear possible. You know, it's bulletproof. You can scale walls. I mean, that that's such a cool idea. Like, I thought that was a really cool idea by Rick. So, kind of similar to that, I was thinking, well, what if Pun? My idea is essentially 
if Punisher had no weapons, all he'd really need is one. Yeah. You know, if he had if he had a symbiote, he would not need any other any other weapons because the symbiote is the ultimate weapon. And when you have a loaded gun, what do you do with it? And that's of course a great a great thing for Punisher because that's what he does. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I don't want to give away too much because it's it's like it's it's an eight page story. So you know it's it's not there's not a huge amount of meat to it. You know, it, it, it's kind of you got to try find like a simple core idea of what's of what you like. And as an artist, I definitely need to find out like what what's going to be what's going to be a visual that's going to to you know grab the reader. You know, um, uh, and I only have eight pages, so you know there's not going to be. There's going to be four splash pages, <laughs> you know. I yeah. I need to I need to inject as much story as I can and make sure I can balance that with like making it a real uh, um, uh, bombastic kind of uh, interesting kind of take on it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And was the previous incarnation of Punisher Venom, who appeared in What If Volume Two, Number Forty Four, an influence? Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, it was um, not originally because I had I had my take. But then I think uh, Devin Lewis was telling me that um, Nick Lowe, who's the, the head editor of the Spider-Man office in Marvel, he he had mentioned that he loved that story, and I was like, oh, okay. And they were saying like, if if there's a way you could link it, that would be cool. Or if not, don't worry about it. And um, I'm the way I see it. If you're working with like characters that are in Marvel uh, comics, they own the characters. Um, it's my job to take what they want and do the best job that I can to tell a good story with that. Sometimes, you know, you might butt heads or whatnot, but in my experience, I'm, I, I, I try and please editors as much as as, as, as possible. Um, so when they said, like, you know, is there a way, I said, sure, tell you what, you send it, send it on to me, and because um, I hadn't read it, to be honest. Um, uh, it's a little before my time. Uh, I think it came out, when did, it came out in the 80s, maybe, and I was born in 82, so I think, I think it might have been I, I didn't have that much access to American comics when I, when I uh, growing up in Ireland, um, so yeah. So I read it and really liked it. Um, that there's way more to that. Like that, that is actually about. It's about a twenty page story. Uh, where mine's only eight. I don't really have uh, as much room to play with. But um, uh, gave me an idea where to end it, and um, I my design for the Punisher, uh, the Venom Punisher, is is directly inspired by that version. Which I had a different take originally. I was going to do something a lot different. <laughs> um, I had I had a version of him with uh, more of a kind of like a skull on his face with like spikes coming out of him. He actually kind of looked a little bit like Ghost Rider, to be honest. Uh, I had to tweak it a bit, but um, I was like, because I really wanted to make him look different. But um, the, the editor Marvel said like, well, you know, you know. You don't have to, but it would be nice if he was more like that the uh, the Venom Punisher from before. And you know what? That's fine. You know, I I've no problem with that. I think I just wanted to update it a little by giving him a jacket. I felt he looked a little too naked. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I really like that your your design for Venom Punisher is, I I would say immediately iconic. Like you've already seen, I I've already done a fan art piece. Where I've just oh yeah 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 where I just adapted what you've done into Agent Venom. It's like oh yeah, just you know that'd be a great design for Agent Venom. And uh, what I think is like y- you helped to design Mania, um, Venom's uh, cohort, his uh, sidekick, um, and I felt like 
your Venom Punisher design had a lot of uh, the same kind of visuals going on, um, where it feels like it's very uh, it's based in like rock and roll almost. Um, yeah, it's, well, I, I find um, I personally, when it comes to costume design, uh, for me, simplicity is key. Um, it, it, you can design the most complicated costume in the world, but like I mean, a lot of these times, superheroes are flying through the sky, and you need to be able to recognize them when they're far away. Um, and uh, so, an overly complicated costume just doesn't help, especially when you're drawing it, you know. So um, uh, over and over again. Yeah. So I, I I start from the beginning point, which is the original black costume, uh, 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 Spider-Man costume, which I love. I oh, love yeah. that costume. Definitely. Um, <laughs> but of course, you don't want to just stick with that exactly, you know. Like, so I think Venom, uh, Ven- it, that look is Venom's. When I mean, when, I mean, I don't mean just the costume, but like the Brock's build is such the you know the quintessential Venom. But for Punisher, he, I mean, the the version of Punisher in that What If story is just too close to that for my liking. Yeah, he just he just looks like Venom with boots to me, and I I didn't really like that. Um, so that's why I went with a very different version, and then I kind of found a kind of a, a compromise between. So basically, my version is is that costume, but with a jacket on top. Yeah. Um, to to follow where those the 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 kind of spider legs go. So similarly with Mania, I definitely started with the that black costume, um, and I wanted to make. It definitely has a more of a kind of a, a punk edge to it, but I mean, it's. It, it, she wasn't a very punk rock character, but she definitely had an attitude. Um, and I wanted to make a costume that, again, wasn't just a, a costume. That's what I... I kind of wanted to make a, a, a very recognisable silhouette. Yeah. Because, um, you know, Venom is a circle, basically, you know, with his eyes. Um, uh, so is Spider-Man. So is a lot of these characters. Uh, Spider-Gwen is a hood. I wanted there something to be like if she's a silhouette, we know who it is. So she has that the very distinctive kind of like spiky head, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, and and because of the spiky head, I kind of like you know push it in some places too. You have to be careful with like kind of elements like that where it doesn't just take over the whole design, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um... But so the guy, I gave her a, I gave her that belt as well because if she's swinging through the city and whatnot, sometimes it helps when you're drawing characters that they have. Like a cape. A cape is great because you can really uh, motion. indicate motion. And stuff. Yeah. So if you with a little belt, that means if it kind of like hooks off her in certain directions, again, you get that sense of 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 motion. And that's what's going to be great about your Punisher design. Is like just that jacket, that open jacket. I can already imagine it like flowing through the wind when he's leaping across buildings and everything. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the. I mean, uh, I'm actually writing the story today, so uh, that's. That that's definitely gonna. <laughs> I've 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 written that panel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so um, Venomverse War Stories is pitched as an anthology book, so this means that we'll see other creators and stories in the books besides you and your own. Correct? Uh, yeah, I, I I'll be honest. I actually, I don't I don't know. Uh, similar to what I was saying earlier on about like satellites working working in orbit, um, mine is an eight-page story, so I'm I'm very sure there's going to be other stories in the same issue. I, I don't know who the creators are, and I, I I don't know who the characters are. Ah, shame. Well, hopefully, we'll get to see some really great diverse Venom stories from these other creators. Hopefully, we oh, also I'm hear. Sure you will. Yeah, hopefully we also hear about them soon because like. 
right now, looking at the solicitation, it's just your name. <laughs> oh, is it? Really? Okay. Yeah, it's currently uh, just your name. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I, 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 sometimes when you're busy making the stuff, you, you're you not as, as aware. Um, uh, no, there must be other artists and writers I mentioned, no? Uh, just for the cover. Uh, huh. I thought I saw other names at one stage. Uh, well... I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure you've done your research. <laughs> yeah. Don't be wrong. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so looping back around to your previous work on Venom, if you ever got the chance, uh, how would you handle Mania again, either just as an artist or a cartoonist? And would you want to come back to Mania? Um. Yeah. I'd. Lo- I. I. That was the one thing that really bummed me out about. Um about uh leaving venom because i just created mania uh i really liked uh you know i i like coming up with character designs i like coming up with characters um and i i was really cool to feel like we were adding to the venom mythos as such you know what i mean yes um so uh uh yeah i was really i was really excited about that um but uh what are you gonna do you know like (laughs) um uh, the, the the book the book ended. Um, so yeah, I love. I really liked. I'd liked drawing the hell out of Mania. I'd love to do, to have a go at it again. I'll be honest. I I, I, I stopped reading Venom when I left it because, uh, it was just kind of tough. <laughs> yeah. Know? Um. I mean, not not that really really tough. I mean, I I uh, uh, I think I read that. I did read the last issues because I was doing the covers for them as well. Yeah. But um. So yeah, I think I finished I finished through on the book, but I didn't read um, Robbie's uh, book or anything. And I remember seeing her on some covers. I thought that was great, but uh, I, I don't know where she is right now. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with her. Yeah. But, uh, uh, most recently, um, we've seen her near the end of Robbie's book. Um, she was kind of having troubles with the whole demon possession thing, and uh, Flash returned to Earth to help her out with that, and that's kind of where that ended before Flash lost the symbiote, and we saw in Venom number 150, uh, we just saw a brief little shot of Agent Venom and Mania being up some demons, and that was about it. So uh, hopefully Colin um, gets to have some time with her in his Venomverse series, because we've seen her in uh, cover art for the Venomverse series. So, Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, and by, by the way, I was just looking up um, uh, solicits, and I see for Edge of Venomverse War Stories issue 1, it's, uh, it's written by Colin, myself, and uh, Magdalene uh, Visaggio, and art by myself, Tana Ford, and Anna Paul... Oh, sorry. Uh, Anna Paula Martello. Oh, so okay. it looks like there's three stories. I'm guessing Colin's telling the main story, and then there's two backup smaller ones that are, one of which is mine. Okay, okay. Oh, hopefully, uh, hopefully. Oh yeah, here it is. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, because a venomized rocket raccoon is uh, the other is the. Oh, one. okay. Oh, I somehow missed that because I only knew about your venom story, uh, your your Punisher story from that one. You're letting down the good people at the Venom site. I know. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so finally, I love exploring the works of Venom creators outside of Venom comics. Uh, what would be some of the comics that you think Venomaniacs would enjoy that you created or worked um, on? I, I think uh, you, you quite liked Moon Knight, didn't you? Oh, yes. I Well, he's like my other favorite character, of course. Yeah, that's, I, was, I was glad because I, uh, when I... Um, 
uh, I went to Deadpool after um, after Venom, and then uh, I was really surprised to see so many Venom fans were really into to Moon Knight. I was like, oh, that's great. But um, yeah, Moon Knight. Uh, Moon. I did a I did a six issue run with um, Warren Ellis on Moon Knight, which is probably the best thing. Well, definitely one of the best things I've ever done, and uh, they're all self-contained, really crazy stories. Um, uh, I would highly, highly recommend that. Um, and also, uh, Injection um, uh, is a book that I'm currently doing with Warren, which is a kind of a weird science fiction uh, mythology. It's it's kind of got a bit of everything in it, really. It's got like it's got magic and myth and science and and. Uh, um, spy tech and it's it's typical Warren Ellis crazy insane book but um uh, that's what I'm that's kind of my main job at the moment and I, I'm I'm loving that that's great oh, uh, I, I should you... also if you don't mind me saying so I'm also writing a graphic novel at the moment um uh, Image Comics are releasing it's like an Irish crime graphic novel there are no symbiotes in it but um <laughs> uh, but if they like the writing in the Punisher Venom story then uh, that book will be out in in uh, September. And what's that book called? Oh, it's called Savage Town. Savage Town. Yes, I've seen yeah. I've seen you post some images on your Twitter about that. So it looks really good. And oh, um, thanks, man. Yeah, and could you give us a a, a brief uh, summary of what Injection is all about? Sure. Um, Injection is um, a story about uh, five um, five people who used to work for this uh, secret th- think tank uh, of the British government. And when they were in that department, they made something called the injection. Um, and now, years later, they've all kind of disbanded and fallen apart, and they're not really friends anymore. But the injection is going to destroy the world, and right. they have to find a way to stop it. Wow, that's pretty good. And what is um, Savage Town about? Uh, Savage Town is um, it's a, not a true story, but it's kind of based on um, a city I used to live in in Ireland um, that had a kind of a bit of a gang gangland problem. So it's a kind of a fictionalized take on um, it, it's basically an Irish Irish gang story um, uh, with uh, this one guy Jimmy Savage. Uh, he's kind of a small time gangster, and um, he kind of gets into he gets into bigger, bigger, bigger piles of uh, trouble as the book goes on. Um, but uh, it's all it's it's a weird book because it's all it's all written in in I'm sure your your listeners can tell I have an Irish accent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, there it's all written in the local accent and it's it's uh, I'm just trying to tell, tell a really authentic kind of a very Irish uh, story like you know so um, I think maybe there'll be a lot, a lot of people in America who are maybe from Irish descent that might be interested in picking it up. Excellent and. Um... What are some comics that you aren't involved in, but that you think that we'd enjoy? That's a good question. Um, uh, it's just finished uh, recently, but um, I, I don't know if you've read Chris uh, Somney's Black Widow book. No, I have not. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. I lo- it's, it's absolutely fantastic. It's like really amazing storytelling. I've seen um, the art on it, and it looks pretty amazing. Oh, it's fantastic. No, it, 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 you're, 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 you you got to check that out. Um, it's always a hard question. Whenever somebody asks what I'm reading, I, like my, I'm scanning my brain because there's so much I'm reading, and, and you're just trying to remember what really stands out. Um, what's my reading right now? What else? I'm just thinking of everything. I'm, everything I can remember is already over. Uh, Vision uh, was amazing. I don't know if you read that. That was Tom King and yeah. Gabriel and that Walter. Um, uh, Hawkeye actually. Uh, I don't know if you've read that. The current Hawkeye run is brilliant. With um, um, with that's the Kate Bishop one, right? 
Yeah, yeah, it's uh, Kelly Thompson's writing it and Leonardo Romero is uh, drawing it. Um, and uh, uh, I, I, I just, I mean, I support it because my my uh, gar- my fiance actually colors the book, but um, I uh, I just checked it out myself and I, ju- I just thought it was brilliant. It was one of the best best comics I've read in a while. I thought it was really really excellent. Also, Jordan's um, your fiance. Yep. yep well, congratulations, yep. man. Oh, thanks, man. I, 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 I think I, I, I proposed a year ago. So, uh, uh, the, you know, I the, might have seen that. Like, I think you might have posted something about that, and I think it just passed out of my mind for some reason. Oh, uh, uh, not me though. Uh, no, or some someone posted <laughs> uh, something. <laughs> oh no, sure, no, no. I, I did post it. It's uh, um, yeah, no, we're 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 making plans for 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 next year, basically. Um. We're both very, very, very busy, um, and we're both because Jordy's Jordy's uh, releasing a book called Red Lens from Image Comics in uh, August. Yeah, next month actually. Um, so she's launching that, and I'm doing this graphic novel, and we're both doing all the other work like injection and venom and whatnot. So um, I think we saw the way our year was going. We're like, well, let's let's get this stuff done first, and then maybe you know make plans for for a wedding the following year. So uh, yeah, that'll be my next big project. <laughs> Great, and uh, for those Venomaniacs that also like Moon Knight, um, just a little, little note that Jory Belair um, also worked with Warren Ellis and Declan uh, on the Moon Knight series. She did. She also did the the uh, the Jeff Lemire and Greg Smallwood yes. um, arc, and that is amazing as well. That was a great arc. Yes, fantastic, absolutely fantastic stuff. I have to say, like as somebody who's working creator owned mainly now, and I love creator owned. Uh, I, I just think there's some great Marvel books out right now. Oh yeah, definitely. We're, you know, even though it's maybe a small percentage of most Marvel books uh, that are getting these great creator owned creators uh, who do their own creator work. Uh, it's like you have Moon Knight, you have Vision, you said you have Black Widow. Um, those are all great examples of uh, cre- creators who do creator own work coming to Marvel to do this work, and it's just it's becoming fantastic. Yeah, big time. Um, all right, I think that's a good spot to put a pin on the main interview. Now let's get on to the part where uh, it's a, unfortunately a bit short. Uh, I and a few of my co-hosts took to social media to invite other Venomaniacs to submit questions and comments for you and Cullen for the podcast. Sadly, we didn't get many questions for you, and most of the other questions for Cullen were the standard is this character in Venomverse kind of question. Uh, I try my best to compensate, of course, with the previous questions, but luckily we have at least one good question for you from TVS Venomaniac, Black Suit Chris, who asks... Who is your favorite symbiote to draw? Uh, well, thanks for thanks for uh, putting the call out. I know whenever I was looking at the the, the the Venom site, there was always like questions about that, and I I I just I always find those like the worst questions in that. I as a reader, I mean, I speak as a reader. I don't want to know who's going to be yeah. in the next arc because I, I want to find out reading the story, you know. Um, uh, like, uh, is Mania going to be in it? I, I don't know, but like, I, I, if she shows up, I'm sure I'd want it to be a surprise. And, and what's um, worse about those questions is it's a simple yes/no question, and so yeah, you can't really go yeah, off like, of anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's nothing to really say, like after that. But, but anyway, um, favorite uh, symbol to draw? I, I, I loved. I'm very lucky. I think in my arc in Venom, where I got to draw Flash Thompson, I got to draw Toxin, I got to draw Carnage, and. Um, 
uh, and I really love drawing Carnage because because he's because he's kind of spindlier. Yeah, uh, you know, I really liked like your Sorry? style on Carnage was really great. Like he was like oh, thanks, almost em- like emaciated, twisted, very alien looking, very nice. Yeah, no, I, I, that's what I. I mean, because I'm a big Mark Bagley fan, and um, I, I loved how he drew Carnage. Uh, I loved how he drew Venom. I mean, I have that uh, that original uh, Lethal Protectors um, series that he did uh, years ago. Yeah, that's um, one of my favorite series as well. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's 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 what I grew up on. But um, I, I it would be a tie between like, and, and I liked drawing Toxin too. Um, uh, I got to do my own kind of take on that because uh, Kev had drawn this very like extreme version of what Toxin was, and I think we were looking to do a, a more since he was uh, bonded with Eddie, make him slightly more Venom-like. Yeah. Um, so I tried to tweak his design to make to be, you know, without using the big spider, but making him slightly more reminiscent of the original uh, Venom costume. But um, I have to say, at the end of that arc, getting to draw, like, like proper Venom when he bursts through the floor, mm-hmm. uh, and it's the original Venom costume, Ah, uh, I was delighted. <laughs> I I love that one panel you did where it was, uh, where it was that original Venom looking Flash, and Toxin back to back. I love that that image. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, that was one of my favorites. And yeah, no, I, I did it really well. I I loved your take on Toxin, or as I like to call him, Broxin. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, because. Uh, when we first saw him, uh, I completely forget who drew him first. When he became Toxin during the uh, the uh, Savage Six storyline of Venom. Yeah, that was. I, th- I think. I think that was uh, Kev Walker who did. Yeah, uh, he was just like you know this, this hulking monster, uh, just bunch of tendrils. But then you kind of refined that down into this classic lethal protector type of look. Um, but with those uh, that back spaghetti, as as people call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it, I mean, I just I, he couldn't be spaghetti all the time, you know. Yeah, Otherwise, exactly. just he, he'd just be one. He would be an absolute nightmare to draw. But uh, but also, I thought it was better to kind of use that effect. Uh, like to me, to me, it's like he's on fire. He's a symbiote on fire. And it's all about that motion too, you know. Like, like you said, with exactly. tapes and everything, it's the, just that it gives that motion. That's great. Yeah, big time. And uh, what's funny is that the um, pre- the previews for Venom number one fifty two just came out, I think probably yesterday. And uh, what's funny is that uh, we get a flashback of Eddie Brock um, in his childhood being bullied by this one kid who's calling him Eddie Spaghetti, <laughs> <laughs> and that just made me think about Eddie as Broxon, you know. <laughs> It's for yeah, foreboding. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think it's about time to wrap things up for this extra special two-part podcast series. In our next episode, we'll be joined by Colin Bunn, who will talk about the main Venomverse event, so stay tuned for that. Thank you again, Declan, for joining us uh, as the guest host. Uh, it was a pleasure having you on this podcast. Oh, thanks a million, uh, Ryan. I really appreciate it. And thank you to the Venom site for permitting us to make this podcast under TVS banner and all of your generous support. And finally, thank you, loyal listeners and fellow Venomaniacs. You guys make an awesome community, and it's an honor to be your voice on the airwaves. Together, we are Venomaniacs.